1: Hello and welcome. My name is Ami Kassar, founder and CEO of Multi-Funding. Since 2010, Multi-Funding has helped businesses achieve their biggest growth goals through creative and personalized funding solutions, working with hundreds of lenders across the nation. Joining us today is Jeff Bruno. Jeff is the founder and CEO of B-Modeler. Jeff has over 20 years of experience in financial and operating strategy. Our main topics today will focus on how businesses manage performance. Welcome, Jeff.
0: Thank you, Ami. Great to be here. Jeff, what the heck is B Modeler? <laughs> Love it! It's our new name, Ami. So we're we're rebranding slowly as marketing is certainly not my forte. But uh, we are we, as you know, Ami, but your audience here doesn't. We used to be your outsourced CFO, which was a great name because we were providing fractional CFO service for the small business space. Um, we over the last two years figured out that was not enough value we were providing to our customer base it's not where we wanted to position our offering so we changed
1: how did you change
0: so it took us a while because we had to maneuver clients either stay or go we had to figure out you know the process really that was the big thing that was majorly missing is how do we adjust and figure out the process of my vision essentially you know qualifying and then quantifying my own vision into a process um and my now partner julian wright was able to do that out of my head took it out of my head and was able to effectively translate it so over the last i want to say 18 months we made the move towards b modeler and that's business modeler that's what b modeler stands for and so really what would the different, the main difference is, we were before doing ad hoc strategy fixing financial management and processes around that and helping companies with sort of thought process on historical financials and where they where they think they might want to go and some you know strategy thought process but nothing really integrated or nothing in a framework what we're doing now is really 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 different in the sense of we threw out all of the idea around financial management and now we come in it from performance management and we call it specifically business performance management and so the c change here is we help companies figure out how their concept can be translated into the metrics that matter to help them effectively manage performance any metrics. And we sometimes make up metrics with companies, because they don't know how, what or how they can track them.
1: So Jeff, give me an example, if you can, you don't have to mention the name of the company per se, but give me an example of an engagement and what it is and how it works. And, and all this is this like, people think about KPIs. Is this KPIs or is this something different?
0: sure so kpis is a, is a fine word to use but when people think kpis they think very you, they usually think financial um and they think historical or lagging financial kpis so the way we approach this is it's really about the unit unit economics of the business okay so if you have a service company anything a product company any type of business you always have to look at how your business is operating. So the problem people do is, as you know, they they try to make things more complicated than they need to be, right? Everybody does that. So everybody's like, well, I should have 15 KPIs, key performance indicators that I need to watch for my business. And they end up being mostly financial. And we're saying, "Time out! I need to figure out what your unit economics is of your business so i'll give you an example a service business so if you have people that are direct in revenue you have people that are indirect in revenue and you're trying to figure out how to move your business to a certain ideal state into the future and let's just say you're trying to do one type of revenue line that's very different than another well you have to figure out what the pieces are of each of those revenue lines that your people are doing. So John A might be doing something in this revenue line, but Sally B is doing something different in this revenue line. So what we do is we figure out what the key activities are of those people and how they relate to the revenue generation in each of those lines. And then we focus the organization around how to manage those metrics or activities of those people in pursuing the goal of moving towards one revenue line or the other, that might be more profitable. Does that make sense?
1: It makes sense, but how does this work? Is this a consulting engagement? Is this who do you sit at? Tell me, tell, tell explain to us how the process works.
0: Yeah, sure. So, we are we love in being an engagement. We want to be with the company from, you know, when we start until they exit, until they get to a certain level where they feel this is my goal. I wanted to go from 10 million to 30 million. I wanted to go from 5 million to 15 million. And maybe I wanted to sell or maybe I wanted to help get this succeed to my son or my daughter, the business. So we want to be along that path. So ideally, we're three, four five years with clients until a big pivot point or decision or exit or something like that that's our general structure so it's an engagement we just do it as a retainer based structure on a monthly monthly basis and what we'll, and and how we start it is, it comes off as consulting but it's not because we're really constantly implementing so it's like a cycle if you think of it like a like almost like a flywheel or like a cycle we start to get in a kind of cycle with companies so we'll come in translate their concept figure out what those activities are that they're not monitoring around the operation based in the unit economics of their profit model and then we start to figure out ways to monitor those for them that all tie back to the financial results ultimately we build out a model called our performance framework that incorporates all of these pieces and then we implement meaning all right guys you're here you wanna get to an ideal, it's gonna take you probably eight months to get to this ideal or a year. And you have to implement these processes to get there. We'll tell you if you're on or off track and as different pieces come in, we'll maneuver. Meaning how is that gonna affect the value? How is that gonna affect where you're going in the next year in your business operation and your goals? And we constantly iterate that like in a circle something comes up up oh, put it through the model test it how does it do test it over the next few months and we're always doing that as the business scales and grows
1: are you doing this virtually in person how's it work
0: so yeah so it's we went very heavy virtual I mean obviously COVID pushed us all into our homes but we went we figured out that we could do this basically 90 95 percent virtual so we're a national scenario now, national company, at least from a reach. We're not that big yet. We're only six people still. But we can reach nationally because our process does not involve anything that can't be done over a computer So or over the phone uh, by talking to people. It's very <laughs> tied into their strategy and the gap between strategy and execution that they're trying to accomplish.
1: And Jeff, what size companies are you working with on this today?
0: So this pushes us a little bit north of where we used to operate. We used to operate sort of, you know, as low as about a million dollar revenue size company up to about sort of 15 million. We're now at about five, six million up to 40 million. So it's moved us north. Um, And it's really because our process needs two pieces of the company's scenario to be in place. Well, really three, they have to have a decent financial reporting structure or team in place, not from day one, but soon after we get in in there, because we're not doing that anymore. So they need that. Um, We'll help give them a couple resources or a couple thoughts around that, but we're not managing them. Two, they need to be a dynamic leader who wants to grow and they can't be underfunded, meaning no turnarounds, no stabilization. These guys want to grow and they have capital to grow. So.
1: Cool. Yeah. What industries are you working in, or is it everywhere?
0: So it can be everywhere, but we're focusing, like we should, as a small company. You know, um, you want to focus. You don't want to say you're doing everything, and when you can be a little bit more of an expert, sort of niching out in some areas. So we we found success with those service slash labor businesses. So like your, you know, consulting firms, your engineering firms, architecture. Um, Mar- digital marketing firms software development firms uh those are all day and every day a, a big area of ours um e-commerce and manufacturing also fits in there pretty well there's a lot of a lot of pieces there that come into play for growth so those fit in pretty well and that's where we pretty much stop right now
1: got it and where are you guys based
0: we're based in Philadelphia still um, got it. And um, You know we have employees uh new york florida uh and philadelphia good for you yeah
1: what are some of the biggest surprises you experience as you look at these companies and evaluate them for their potential to be clients of yours
0: so the surprises are almost like what most companies are doing why why us right is that what you're asking yeah. Well, when
1: you when you come in and someone, I guess the question is, you come in and someone's interested in your services, or they learn about you, and you go through some kind of a evaluation process to see if it's a good fit for you.
0: Yes. So that's that's a great question on me. So during the business development process, what I've had to do is rejigger and add more rigor to my business development process. So also cuz we're charging more than we were before cuz it's more comprehensive what we're doing as well. So there's a couple key pieces here to make sure they're right. It's tough for us to work with owners with egos. Egos that get in the way. Sure. Um or like an ego's okay but in a right place ego. An ego like I know everything and you're not going to really help me. Well then why are we even talking? kind of thing. Right. Um that doesn't work. Um so we'll quickly move away from those guys um they they will evaluate their financial team structure in the beginning we didn't we didn't worry about that before because we were helping there but now since we're not we need to sort of make sure that's pretty stable as we're coming in there or or can be just you know we can add to it a little bit with some outside resources to help um we also make sure that their business is uh how do i say this you know at least sort of three years operating has shown that they they've tried different strategies they might be at like a, a a stalled space or they might be just looking for answers on clarity about their business construct is this going to make me the the profit and the growth that i had envisioned that's the kind of people we're looking for they want the clarity on the next steps cool how do you find them <laughs> It's all through this, Ami. It's all through my network, like beautiful, kind people like yourself. (laughs) So it's really just that. It it has been that. And as we as we grow here and start to scale our own business, we are going to look towards marketing dollars um, and getting the right message out there. But you know, really myself, Ami, honestly, I'm I'm the guy that searches through my network and tells the story about you know, how we can really bring value to these companies and hopefully people will say, well, I know a company who's looking for clarity around this. And So how would you compare
1: to, you guys used to be outsourced CFOs. Correct. If someone was picking between say your service and an outsourced CFO service, how would they pick?
0: Yeah, it's so that's a question we get because we're, we haven't sort of officially changed our name either yet. So the question really is very simply, If you want to understand your financials and how they historically have done, and maybe do a a forecast off of that, and be able to financially engineer certain scenarios or various strategies, and get your accounting house in order, that's the old fractional CFO business. If you want to really understand, Whether your business, if you bring it down to the studs, if you gut your house and you bring it down to the studs, how do you rebuild it for the most value and the most, um, not just the value for your business, but the value that you're providing to the customer? How do you look at that and reposition yourself for the the growth that you really envisioned? That's B-Modeler.
1: Got it. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. Jeff, if what people want to learn more about you or find you where do they go so we are bmodler.com
1: how do you spell that
0: Jeff? so b-m-o-d-e-l-r.com
1: okay.
0: modelr.com um but it's a, it's a website in development there's very little up there except for there's our team and our contact info essentially with sort of just a couple high-level sentences but um we're still in the market as your outsource CFO as well so are you a, still doing those services or do you wound them down we're not we wound them down we still have a couple you know two or three grandfathered clients in it but we're we're not doing that at least as our primary we might keep it alive if someone if we have a couple people who want to run it sort of ancillarily, but we're not doing that at the moment so that's not active um got it so
1: Jeff fascinating conversation. I'm sure it will be interesting to our listeners. Thank you for sharing. Congratulations on all your pivoting and innovation. Thank you. I only wish you the best of luck.
0: Thank you, Ami. Thanks for joining us today on Ami Sites with your host, Ami Kassar, the foremost SBA thought leader. Make sure you visit us at multifunding.com where you can meet our advisory team and learn more about how we help entrepreneurs fund their future.